Sonia, thank you so much for the time. I honestly, it's a genuine honor to be speaking with you today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean this when I say it, I feel as though I'm speaking to Canadian royalty. So thank you uh, from. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. I, I, I can't knight you, but if I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, and I absolutely okay. loved, absolutely loved better days. Uh, what was it that made you excited to, mm -hmm. to step into the role? Uh, I, I, it was, it was the writing. It's, you know, that Joan created this fantastic strange character who went here there and everywhere and uh it was demanding and a little bit intimidating thinking how the hell am i gonna pull this off because it's you know every single scene and is it she's carrying this and there's so many sort of turns in it so it was i thought okay i'll I would love to take this on and talking to Joan, but not sure if it's going to work. So, but that's always kind of the most fun sometimes, right? <laughs> For, absolutely. Well, I mean, the, that's one of the things I love about this film is the tone is so like it it shifts between tones so beautifully and so well. There's there's like an uh, an irreverent sort of dark humor, but there's also this very serious <laughs> gravitas about this character, mm -hmm. what was it like for you to step into her shoes? How do you prepare for that? Uh, you you prepare very thoroughly because, and a lot in advance, unfortunately, I had a couple of months heads up on because it's, you know, was a pretty, you know, down and dirty, hit the ground running uh, film, you know, shoot. So I kind of had to be prepared to come on set and, you know, be where I needed to be. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, th this is a really complicated character and story in a lot of ways, uh, even though the, the moment feels so honest and natural. Like this is, this is something that happens to so many people, mm -hmm. but this character is so, so filled with grief and I was wondering for you uh, in your experiences and, and with this character, what is it about grief that, that makes it so complex and difficult to communicate how you're feeling? Because that's, that's so true for this particular character. I think it's, grief is, it, it, it's tricky because grief is very obviously personal and it's very private and we all kind of go, through that we can't avoid that in our lives and i'm certainly at the point in my life where it's my parents have gone you know my dad died in my home my mother died in my home you know friends now i'm old enough that friends now are starting to have things go wrong with them and and or people lose their partners and it's just it is there, but and I, but I've also been fascinated with the subject of it, just as a general thing, because I kind of complained in a way, felt that we have a need to talk about it more, to talk about our mortality and and around us, and to have some bit more of a system that we can uh, help help us through that, because we're all in so much denial on this stuff, and people avoid it like crazy. So in a way to do a movie like this where 
Joan wrote a character that is so kind of mm, kind of not crazy, but in a way who is unafraid to kind of go to really kind of weird places. I think it's it, I think it's it, it's important to kind of give people permission for for that process if that's what works for them, you know, because we've gotten very limited and very there's very few guidelines anymore for us, you know, in, in, in that arena, you know. And, and, you know, that's one of the things I think is so interesting about this is that um, we I for, forgive me, I forget your character's name. It's. Um, what's Kate. Kate Kate yeah so in in Kate's journey you know we see everybody else trying to solve the problem in different ways and they mm -hmm. all think they know what she needs or she just mm -hmm. needs to get back out there or mm -hmm. you know or or you know uh have a drink or do all these things yeah. everybody seems to know what that she needs but mm -hmm. no one actually does and no, no one knows what they do, but we, we, as a, just a society, we're so uncomfortable around it. Yeah. You know, we're so uncomfortable around death or mortality or grief that we really want, we don't want to deal with people who are in that. It's like, can you just move along because it's uncomfortable yeah. and it's making me uncomfortable, you know? So it's a, if you could just kind of take care of this because, because we, we're incapable. We don't have a roadmap anymore. For that and, and, I, and I do believe that there were times and maybe still in some cultures there are there's some processes that recognize that but a lot of us don't go to church anymore or have those kind of structures or formalized processes so we're kind of left to our own devices you know to 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 figure our way through it and it's uncomfortable and it's not doesn't follow predictable patterns and uh you know and, and so to actually give someone the space that they need is very difficult because, you know, it's like people's lives, they want to carry on. They don't want to see it, right? Yeah, there's a sense that it's sort of like, well, I just want this to go away. Yeah. These characters just, you know, oh, just, just let's, let's just deal with it and move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't think it ever really works like that in life. It, it, it's such a process. I mean, you know, I can miss someone today that, you know, that, oh, I wish they were there. It's like, oh, damn, I would like to talk to them. And they died, you know, 10 years ago. There's, there, those losses are still there, right? Yeah. But, uh, but you can't live. I mean, no one can live in a state of high, high uh, grief. You, there has to be some process because you can't survive that. Right. So we have to find our way through that. Well, right? and, and that brings up the question I wanted to ask, because there's a fascinating line in the film. And I think in so many films, it would have been meant as sort of a way to wrap up the emotion. But it says, there, you know, one of the one of the teens says there's always a better day. You only have to wait around for it. Mm -hmm. But there's a sense of irony when it's said. Mm hmm. And I, I wanted to hear what you thought about that particular line and the way it's phrased. But you're saying sort of, is there? And then, then Kate talks about, the character talks about, is there? And what if now this is the best time of my life and I'm not even recognizing it? You know, like we, we don't, we, we can't, 
we don't see ourselves as, as we are. You go, was that it? And at, at my point in my stage in life, I'm thinking, I know I'm not going to get stronger or, you know, more conventionally beautiful or whatever the hell that is. So there are other ways, like it, it's kind of going in one <laughs> direction, you know, and I'm not going to all of a sudden win the 100 meter dash, you know, that's not going to happen. So, but I still don't know the answer to that. Are there still better days? And how is that defined? Like, what is better? Maybe when we get older, I don't know, is there irony in that, that then you have more appreciation? I don't know, because I'm still in a flux in myself, my own life trying to figure that out too because otherwise you're just going to be bummed out right you're going to be bummed out because you're going there's a slippery slope and i'm i'm, I'm starting to go coast down it so surely i don't think that is the answer and i don't i'm not a big believer in people in regret personally you just say oh you know i wish i had done such and so or that was you know the best time of my life i really hope that life keeps revealing itself but i think it's fair in in that in the film for her to question there will be better days will there that's a that's a legitimate question you know <laughs> yeah yeah ab absolutely and, and you know what it's funny because the the uh, outside of your character the the energy of this film a lot of the energy comes from the youth yeah yeah. that trio uh, uh i think there's i think there's only three of them but they're just yeah. they're bouncing around the screen and and they're actually in some ways the wisest characters mm -hmm. in the story and and i was wondering because what you see is as as these other characters you're you know whether it's kate's kids or or kate's mm -hmm. friend sort of lost the, uh, in some ways their youthful zeal of life yeah um so i was true actually why why is that such a battle why is that not something we can that we that we give away i should say not that we necessarily have to lose yeah. it give away yeah it's it, it's true i hadn't thought of that but it's true like like her friend is just ready to compromise alex is ready to compromise he's rather have something than nothing doesn't want to be alone yeah. and we all know that one right you know do you compromise? Because I don't want to be alone. Like, dear God, something's better than nothing. Is is it? You know, and uh, and even 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 with kids, grown up kids, they kind of seem kind of old before their time. Like, yeah. you know, just and I I'm not sure if, if that's a, a true reflection, but there is more weight on people now. I think on younger people, and you know, to get down and get things happening because. Then when I grew up, there were, I was the boomer generation. Everything was possible, right? We were told anything was possible. The world was open and all these opportunities were coming up, you know, all the time, right? And it, it was kind of a growth period. So I don't, I don't think maybe Joan captured some of that kind of old before your time <laughs> with her kids, because she's younger than her kids, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I will say, since you since you mentioned it, that funeral scene may be one of the most cringy things. It, it's like it's so upsetting to watch, but like in a good way. Like I mean that yeah. anyway. But I'm just watching. Like oh, oh, stop! Stop! Oh, please stop! 
Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> it's honestly, it's it's such a wonderful piece. And... Oh, thank you, thank you. It was really fun to do. Really fun. I'm glad. I'm glad it can be out there because I think it can touch people in at uh, in different ways. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's something that none of us can escape. So when I think Joan had some very interesting and intelligent thoughts on <laughs> that 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 process and questions really too. Yeah, yeah I, I love the way that, you know, that Kate, you know, you have these scenes where she's just sitting there talking to the camera. Mm -hmm. um, because that in some ways those are the those moments have such power, like the writing is so strong for this particular yeah. film and it adds such context to the things going on. And I, I just think it works really, really well. Uh, like one of my favorite things is that, like, what is the right amount of grief? Yes. Oh, like, yes. You know, that's like a brilliant line. What is the right? Because people say, oh, she's, you know, I have a friend who talked about someone who was at her husband's funeral and said, and she was carrying on, like screaming and crying. It's like, and my friend disapproved of a friend doing this. You're going, but that was her husband of 30 years. Like, but that's not appropriate. You know, like, is that was, that's too much grief, you know? And, and we are very judgmental. Yes. About people and how they, they steer their way through those things, right? Oh, she should be over it by now. You know, it's been two years, been three years, should be over it, should be moving on. You know, that's like, really? Says who, you know? <laughs> who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because all of these things that that, that go on with Kate as, a, as it continues to go on, there are little mentions of, is this the right time? Or, or one phrase, I think you say beautifully, after the appropriate amount of time, but it's sort of like, there yeah. are markers for this. Grief looks different for everybody. Yeah. It's, it's there's no, this, now, now you're at this level, now you're at this level, it's, um, and I, it's so well explored, I think, in this particular. particular yeah, story. I think so. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Sonia, honestly, I'm, the film is wonderful. How do, what do you hope people take away from Better Days? I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it gives people uh, who watch it some permission. Mm -hmm. uh, or forgiveness or not forgiveness, acceptance of how they're or going through or have gone through their grieving, their losses, because we all sustain those. And I'm hoping it gives, I had, I had a friend who watched it and, and, and she was said, she said, I scream too, you know? And I thought, well, good. So for her to see that and going, and she, from the outside, has been through too much. So she should be moving on. People are saying it should be. But it's like, I'm hoping it makes you feel better. That's okay. And then if you feel okay, what you're doing, then maybe you can heal and have some comfort, you know, in living your life. Because, you know, that's what we got. We got one life too, right? So if that... Uh, is I guess helpful or and also if people can have a few laughs because we have to laugh at ourselves too you know because it is kind of sad and funny at the same time right <laughs> yeah, I, 
yeah, I, I, I can't remember a film recently that has taken its subject, like it's the subject of grief so seriously, but also laughed with mm -hmm. it along the way. And I think yeah. it, it, it's uh, such a beautiful, beautiful piece. Oh, thank you. Thanks thank you. so much. And thank okay. you so much for your time, Sonia. I really okay. appreciate it. Have you a great care. day. All right. All the best. Thank you.